Ariazis wakes to soft tapping at the window. When she gets up, she sees that the moon is still out. And Qatar, perched on a branch. She opens the window and sighs. <sighs> Did you forget that I'm not an elf and I actually sleep? Come to meditation before your halfling friend stabs both of us. How did you... Katar disappears without answering. Ariazis groans as she gets ready and makes a run for the door before Nyla can wake up. She's clearly used to these meditations in the middle of the night, though she's not happy about losing sleep. Katar is sitting cross-legged on the wood platform that makes up the floor, away from the rooms to avoid disturbing the others. His hands are facing palm up and Ariazis puts her hands in his when she sits down across from him. He softly chants prayers to Maliki and Elvish before speaking. So, why did you fight with Selwain? You didn't cast friends on her, did you? Ariazis rolls her eyes. I doubt that work on her. Did Sal tell you about the fight? I think I can tell when something is off with my own daughter. Salvador just told me what it was. It's your turn for the finer details. Katar looks expectantly at her. Ariazis grips her father's hands and whispers, Katar, I fucked up. Katar laughs. <laughs> oh, I know you did. You'll have to be more specific than that. He instinctively dodges a playful swat. A 27-year-old doesn't hit as softly as an 8-year-old, after all. Selwain said she loved me, but I didn't... couldn't answer. I'm not even sure I'm capable of loving anymore after... Katar senses the shift in mood and squeezes her hands. After whatever made you stop visiting? I was worried. Up until... I started getting letters from random suitors, and, well, you know how gossipy birds are. Ariazis laughs nervously and averts her gaze. <laughs> Katar raises an eyebrow at her. I don't need you to intervene in my romantic life, you know. I didn't! I don't! That's not... Ariazis sputters and takes a moment to collect her thoughts. I just... Wanted to do something for you. As thanks for raising me. You think you owe me? Is that what this is? Ariazis, you're my daughter. You don't owe me anything. And if I wanted a mate, I could find one on my own. Before she can stop herself, Ariazis blurts out, Sal is literally right there and you haven't done anything yet. Truthfully... She has mixed feelings about the whole thing, but now seems a bad time to bring it up. Katar chokes and tries to cover it with a cough. <coughs> Are you going to tell me why I haven't seen you in so long or not? Ariazi smiles weakly and doesn't say anything for a while. Then... Everywhere I went, people were wary of me. It wasn't just the children in our village. I began to wonder why. I don't know anything about the Nine Hells, but I learned there was someone who did. The Trade Prince. And Arcanaloth. 
Panic spreads across Katar's face. He grips Ariazis by the shoulders. You didn't. I'm sorry. I know it was stupid to fall in love with a creature that can't love you back. I still hoped... She stops and tries to keep her voice from breaking, but fails. I don't want her to have power over me anymore. Katar pulls her into a fierce hug, and when he pulls away, Ariazi sees tears in his eyes. I'm so sorry. Ariazi's eyes widen. What? No, you don't... Katar shakes his head. My decisions have affected your life. I thought I was keeping you safe. When we traveled, I saw the way you were treated. I got angry because you still wanted to go out and explore the same world that rejected you. Then I thought I'd suffocated you, so I gave you space. Ariazis looks like she's trying not to cry. What I should have taught you is that there is so much beauty in growth. As we learn new things, we change. Your old self dies to make way for the new. I've missed so much of your growth by hiding. That's no way to live, Ariazis. A tear rolls down Ariazis' face, and Katar wipes it away. Things that stagnate don't grow. Isolating yourself, lashing out at others, you're doing all the work for her. At some point, it has to stop being about you and your pain. That's the only way you'll heal. Ariazis throws her arms around him. I'm glad you came with us. Katar smiles and kisses her hand. Me too. No, tell me about that girl. Man, is anyone else sick of this overwrought emotional bullshit? Like any of this even matters? Say, are you interested in kicking things up a notch? session today uh quickly resolving what happened to sassy and stormy <laughs> you have to end up flagging down like a passing pixie and asking them to help you fly down because you are like you know 150 feet in the air with no immediate way down just although i think ariasis and katar can just like shapeshift into birds and fuck off if they really wanted to right exactly <laughs> but it feels impolite maybe i don't know yeah a little you fly down and you see that, surprisingly, uh, Stormy and Sassy both are just sort of chilling out. They are currently being uh, entertained by this enormous host of uh, pixies that are swirling around them. Uh, uh, Stormy is staring at it like it's the most beautiful thing that it's ever seen. Uh, Sassy is just sort of staring at it distracted. You get the feeling this has been happening pretty much constantly. Uh, For a long time. Yeah. They're bored. They are very, very bored, yes. Uh, but yeah, they are both fine, which is a refreshing change of pace. Is there any um, 
Any RP we want to do before we get on the road? Chirp, chirp. Yep, chirp, I got nothing. Chirp. All right. Well, the uh, the pixie queen uh, with a host of guards uh, approaches you as uh, as all of you are about to leave. You're you know you're packing up your shit. Uh, you're uh, talking about the the road that you're going to have to take. Well, there's no road through this forest, uh, mm-hmm. but the path you are going to have to get take to uh, to get to your destination of the equivalent of Neverwinter. Uh, and she has um, she's holding up uh, four little necklaces with uh, each of which is attached to four tiny, tiny, tiny glass bottles. But because of the size difference, they're like draped over her arms and they're like almost <laughs> the entire length of her body. Uh, and she says, before you go, I have a present for each of you. Katar is like, oh, thank you, my lady. yes, we, we thank you, my lady. She gives each of you these necklaces uh, and the vials that serve as the pendants are filled each with golden dust. Uh, and she explains that they are pixie dust and they each contain one charge of any of the following spells that you can use as an action at will. Uh, so to be clear, uh, you only have enough pixie dust in each vial for one of these spells. And once you use any of those spells, you do not have to expend a spell slot or anything, uh, but you are out of pixie dust at that point. Mm. Fair. Wow. Nyla holds it and is like, this is amazing. <laughs> I don't know what any of these do, but it's so good. You know what fly does, Nyla. Don't be right. dumb. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, she gives you these uh, little necklaces and she asks if there's anything that uh, she can do for you before you get on your way. No, I think we're, I think we're good. Yeah, these gifts will be more than enough, Katar says. Uh, she inclines her head politely uh, to Qatar and she says, Well, you're always welcome back in my glade, and I wish you the best of luck on your journey. Be very careful, the Feywild, for all its beauty has great danger. Qatar like, looks at Arazi, he's like, Mmm, yes, great danger. Uh, so the Pixie Queen's glade is a spot of unique beauty uh, in this forest. Uh, the whole forest is quite beautiful, but the, the Pixie Queen's Glade is this place of especially, of special, ethereal, otherworldly beauty, uh, which sets it apart from the rest of the forest, but does not necessarily detract from the forest itself. Because even without the, the magic, literally the pixie dust sprinkled everywhere, uh, the forest is still quite beautiful. It's alive with thousands and thousands of different kinds of flowers all growing over each other. Uh, the biodiversity is very, very impressive. It's very druidy. It is going to take you probably most of the day, uh, most of this first leg of the journey, uh, to get even close to the edge of this forest, because if it's anything like the high forest, it's going to be massive. The only notable thing that happens, I guess, if you guys aren't going to RP or anything, uh, is that uh, Sal is trying not to look at Qatar or talk to him or like breathe in his direction or ideally be within 20 feet of him if it can be avoided. How is, how is that going? I mean, to middling success unless something, someone intervenes. He is definitely <laughs> keeping his distance. I guess not. I mean, while they're traveling is probably a good time for Qatar to, you know conveniently ignore Sal and try to talk to Selwain about new things he's learned. There's plenty of space. Uh, this 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 forest feels very close for its size, very secluded. Uh, there's lots of, there's a constant backdrop of thrumming insects, hooting owls, uh, despite 
any time of day. It's in this constant, beautiful twilight here in this uh, forest. Yeah, so I think that Katara is going to, um, he's going to approach Selwyn and, you know, ask if to have a minute. Um, sure. I, uh, I kind of linger back and let the rest of the group kind of go forward a bit. I heard from Ariazes about her unfortunate choices in romance, if it can be called that. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. And was also helpfully alerted, although I did notice something was wrong between the two of you specifically. <laughs> I've already spoken to her. I just want to know your side. The more specifics of her brand of fuckery. <laughs> to put it lightly. Ah. <laughs> uh, I... Guitar, I... Ah. Uh... And so I'm just kind of like, ears are kind of doing the, like, mood signaling. Like, oh mm-hmm. god, I don't want to be talking about this with my friend's father. Oh god. <laughs> um... Well, I mean, you knew that I had feelings for Ariazes. I mean, everybody knew. I did. She mentioned it, and I was surprised that you were able to finally make it obvious to her like it was to everybody else. (laughs) She's just so stupid, it's a miracle. No, I mean, like, like I'm allowed to say that. I'm her father. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. She is not the best at taking up cues. Yeah. And I I mean, I I didn't handle it the best, and she definitely didn't handle it the best. And then we went, and I made my deal with the Raven Queen, and. Hmm. He just makes, you know, like this sort of. Hmm, that's interesting sound when you say Raven Queen. Yeah, Selwyn's racking her brain to figure out if she actually told him that at any point. It's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I don't think she did, no. I don't think she did either. The Raven Queen, interesting. It's... I, um... We were in the... And she's just, like, stumbling over her words, like, <laughs> no god nervous now. Yeah, he's um, just, like, patiently waiting, you know. For the As words to come out. Dad can, <laughs> right? Uh, hey, just take a breath. I I found out that I have always been the Raven Queen's consort, and I couldn't help myself. I made I made a warlock pact with her. Um, and Ariazes took it extraordinarily badly. Yeah, Katar's eyebrows, like, raise as far as they go when you say consort. <laughs> he, that, he was not expecting that. He's like, okay. This is some kinky shit, right? He's like, <laughs> I see. And yet you still confess to Ariazes? I did. Um, that happened before, and 
unfortunately happened on the same day. Hmm. So, like I say, it's really bad timing on my part, and I, I, I bungled it nearly as badly as she did, but I, I still love your daughter. I, I can't turn that off. I can't stop it. I, I don't know if she'll ever forgive me, but I love, I, God's help me, I love them both. He looks, like, a little confused when you say, I love them both, but, um, you know, That's he's trying- everyone in this entire world means polyamory 101. <laughs> right, exactly. He's a little confused, but then, you know, he's, like, thinking about it, and he's like, well, she's not an elf, Ariazi, so she doesn't really understand what it's like for us to be reincarnated. No. So, I can- I can understand and have sympathy for the being told things about your past life that you were not expecting. And when you made your pact, as you say, with the Raven Queen, what did you feel? What? Could you remember anything from your past life? Did she tell you anything? Uh, mechanically, Selwyn, I'm going to leave that up to you. Uh, elves can sometimes... Uh, with effort and direction, recall details of past incarnations. Not always, um, and sometimes not at all, despite trying. Um, it's a personal choice. I'm going to leave it up to you how much Selwyn has remembered about her uh, her past incarnations. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's like a couple ways I could take this. There's the, mm, nope, nope, don't remember anything at all, and like beat red. Yeah, or... well, basically, he's asking, like, you know, you made a pact with her, but, like, did that evoke any, like, old emotions that were, like, slumbering within you, basically, that you didn't oh. know were there? Oof. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I've, I've always felt a bit on the edge of things, mm. not, um, it, it felt like coming home. That's a feeling that Qatar can definitely understand very well so before he was a bit confused but now he like he's starting to realize like okay so this is a past life thing that you can't help right he's like <laughs> okay i can see how it would be confusing from her point of view but as a fellow elf i do understand that feeling of coming home i i didn't mean to hurt her we never mean to hurt the people that we love, and yet... That's <laughs> what love does. True. I'm just worried that this rift, this distance between the two of you is going to hurt us all. We need to stay together, work together, be a team in the Feywild. And I'm worried about you two especially. Hmm. I think um, Selwyn glances up at Ariazes and just kind of, like, def deflates. I really, I really want to. I, I said some terrible things to her, and I regret that very much. But she needs to wake up to the fact that she didn't treat me well at all. She hasn't treated any of us particularly well sometimes. Mm. 
I've picked up on that a little bit, and I have... We've spoken a bit about that. Hopefully, now that I've talked to her, she'll be more receptive to your words. At least that's the impression I got after we spoke. Thank you. I I don't want to. He gives you, like, this awkward dad pat on the shoulder. <laughs> and that's the best he can do. Right. He's like, all right. <laughs> Good talk. I'm uh, going to go die over there now. <laughs> He's like, if you'll excuse me, I need to go ask uh, Salvador why he keeps not staring at me. <laughs> oh, it's because he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and he immediately, like, slips off. <laughs> Do you want to do that scene too as well? Uh, sure. <laughs> Alright, because I'm going to tell you it's it's probably going to be short. Sal's doing everything in his power to not speak to Qatar. Right. Oh no. You're going to have to speak to me eventually, Salvador. Uh, Salvador keeps his eyes forward. Does not look over. He just sort of answers, I know that, in Elvish. Still has not spoken. He has barely spoken a word of common uh, since getting his memories back. Yeah, he's going to reply to Salvador, like, in Elvish as well, like, it's a bit hard to travel when someone is purposely not speaking to you, and not looking at you, and trying to stay as far away as possible from you. It's a lot harder, he replies, in the Feywild anyway, uh, when you let the nature of this place get to you. You know how the Feywild is, Qatar. I do. Everything here is heightened. Ah. Well, I will do my best to not overexcite you then. (laughs) Guitar's like, excuse me, and then dives into a hole. (laughs) 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 It jumps immediately into a lake. Uh, (laughs) uh, He doesn't know. He doesn't say anything. Uh, and it is a little bit stilted and awkward, probably, I'm guessing. Just a guess. Oh, yeah. um, just a smidge, yeah. Just a smidge, just a smidge awkward. <laughs> um, for the rest of the time, it is a little bit before sundown. You guys are thinking of, well, maybe we should start finding somewhere to camp. Uh, when you come to a very interesting site. Uh, so the first thing that you see is the edge of the forest. You can see... Uh, where the tree line ends and past it, you can see a rolling misty moor. Uh, however, between you and that rolling misty moor is this enormous uh, bramble of black thorns and huge black leaves. And I would like uh, Qatar and Salvador to roll plus nature. Uh, the others, oh this is this is unique. This is something that's unique to the Feywild. So okay. Oh, wow, Sal's got a plus seven to nature. That's that's fine. 22 is, Salvador's 22 is more than adequate. Right. Uh, he he stops you all uh, with a gesture. Like, uh, nah, nah, nah. Uh, he heads very, he heads close to the edge of this massive bramble. Like, this thing is huge. It go, like, it must go at least a hundred yards forward and to the left and the right, you can't even see how far it goes. It just seems to keep going in either direction. Uh, he approaches it, but he does not touch it. Uh, and he crouches down in front of it and he says, This is black nettle, which means that we're going to have to find a way around. What's that? Uh, he says, It's um, it's a plant that's unique to the uh, 
to the Feywild. It is extraordinarily poisonous. Um, it's mechanically, I'm just gonna... Mm-hmm. Uh, for each Mel- move- Mel had been reaching out to touch it, and she like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's extraordinarily dangerous. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, for each movement in any direction up to speed, a creature is in contact with black nettle. They take one d four slashing damage from the thorns and must succeed a DC sixteen Constitution saving throw. For each failed save, the creature gains one level of exhaustion. And there are like I think you can only take six levels of exhaustion before you fucking die. Yeesh. <laughs> so not. Not touching that. That's the the lesson. No. Sounds like absolutely it. not. No, do not touch it. Okay, Oops. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't planning on it, so it's great. Excellent. Sounds like <laughs> is there like a reliable? You. Is there a reliable way? Like we could use our pixie dust, I guess. But you know, we'd all have to use it, or at least two, three of us would have to use it, since the other two can transform into flying creatures. It seems a little wasteful. Does anyone have any bright ideas? Um... Is there? So it does it just like a. a field in front of us like uncrossable it is yeah pretty uncrossable it's like it's not high like if it were any other plant you could easily walk through it it's not Mm -hmm. rough terrain or anything it's just the nature of the plant itself there's no way around it like there's like like not from where you're standing like you're you're standing right at the edge of where it starts and looking to the left and it just goes into the distance you can't even see if it ends at all Hmm. um i'd like to send my raven to uh see if it can see anything from higher up okay yeah um it extends to both the uh the southwest and the northeast which direction do you want to send it in uh i was sending it up to start out uh just to see if it you know what it could see from a higher vantage point and you can see through its eyes right yeah okay oh nice uh so i imagine there's some cool spooky shit that selwayne does like <laughs> yeah. uh she, her eyes she like she blinks once and then her eyes are white or some cool because it's the raven queen everything is very extra and spooky yes <laughs> uh and the you can see through the raven's eyes as it flutters up uh and makes a long broad arc so yeah this morass of black nettle is huge it's got to go for at least up 10 miles in either direction and you're thinking it's gonna be a huge detour uh to go around this and right as you were thinking that you actually notice that there's a cave about half a mile uh to the northwest of you uh that seems to go down and perhaps under it and you can see something like a, a similar cave on the far side in the misty moor that might be a connection to it maybe oh my god it's a pokemon tunnel it is literally like a Pokemon tunnel, yes. It's like Mount Moon. Oh my god. Excellent. Okay. Um, so I blink and... Uh... Nyla's been trying to set fire to it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, with Nyla. what? Oh, shit. Wait, maybe not. <laughs> Nyla's, Nyla's, been, Nyla's pulled out her bag and is trying to figure out how to set fire to the grass. Ariazi's just trying to like, smack her hand. Yeah. Ariazi's like, no, 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 no. There's like, so I was like, no, no, like let sh- her try. I want to see it. <laughs> there's like a shit ton of like stolen raven objects and like, <laughs> what else is in my inventory? A grappling hook. Oh, I have a human skull. I don't know why I have that, but I do. Katar just like looks at Ariazi's like, this is the company you keep. <laughs> Mimi, can you relax, please? Every, every time she pulls something out, she's like, no, that's not going to do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I was um... like, well, it was a good thought. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, my other idea was fireball, and that's not particularly controllable or uh, 
subtle. Yeah, and Cell says, and Fireball would likely start a forest fire, and you know, as a nature exactly. worshiper, I have some some issue with exactly. that. Yeah, Katara would liked forest have fires. some words. <laughs> Who likes forest fires? <laughs> Nyla. <laughs> Salador's like, you're there. just gonna say that right in front of me? Me, who lost everything to a forest fire? Oh. Oh, Rude. man. Um, so well, I like, it's was... actually, I don't really give a fuck. It's fine. Okay, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm still in pain, but yeah, it's fine. It's just a joke. Anywho. So he's used to it by now. Jokes about forest fires on the table. Good to know. Write that down. <laughs> Ariazis and Katara are still looking at each other like they have no idea, like, people joke about forest fires? They're really concerned. That's very uncivil, <laughs> in Qatar's opinion. Yes, that'd be like that'd be like joking about war crimes. Like what? Yeah, he's like I, okay. Uh, and then it's at this point that Selwyn, I imagine, blinks her eyes again and returns to herself. Yep. There's there's a cave um, that way, and it looks like it might connect on the other side. So says, well, that's well. not ominous at all. <laughs> So it might, says. So I mean, it might be a good, like, I'd rather not set up camp near the Black Nettle. It has a, like, the Feywild is very changeable. Things grow very rapidly and spread. So the further we can set up camp away from the deadly poisonous plant, I, f- I feel like the better. Yeah. Second, seconded. Agreed. Nature is bad. Right, Let's get away agreed. <laughs> uh, so they, y'all are going to head toward the cave unless I hear any objections. Nope. Alrighty. You'll head toward the cave. Uh, so from the outside, this cave, um, it's only like a mile away, so it doesn't take you particularly long to get through. The, the mouth of this cave is very low and almost invisible. It's uh, covered in this, um, like the the the, net, the black nettle grows over it instead of around it, uh, giving it, uh, allowing people entrance. You can hear, there's no like drippy water sounds or anything like that. Uh, but you can see some weird reflect refractions of light coming from inside, which seems a little weird. Um, weird light refractions, okay. yes. Uh, Niall's gonna turn to the two senior elf people and be like, "Y'all, y'all know anything about this?" Um, uh, can I roll? So- can Kakata roll something? Um, I'll like let investigation or. I'll let Ariazis, Qatar, and Salvador roll nature. Okay. Sorry, Selwyn. It's nothing personal. It's just you're definitely, no, no, cool. definitely not a nature worshiper. <laughs> right. Uh, no, Sal no. rolled a nat one. He has no idea. <laughs> uh, so, Qatar, like, the list of magical creatures in the Feywild that can refract light, like, that's a short list. Um, mm-hmm. You're tempted to think it's probably not a creature, your best guess is that these might be natural rock formations. There are certain types of mineral deposits, um, not so much in Faerun, but in the Feywild more pronounced, pronouncedly? Pronounced? Yeah, pronouncedly is a word, probably. And if it's not, suck a dick. Um, <laughs> I don't wanna. I, I lesbianly ejected that. Lesbianly? Okay, that's not a word either. Oh, ah, the, the fake God. worditis is catching, I see. <laughs> literally the only person in this fucking conversation <laughs> fine let amber I, suck the dick I, no <laughs> we're all agreed good. amber should suck the dick okay i hate oh, all your asses <laughs> okay Ernie anyway <laughs> um there are certain natural mineral deposits uh that mm. can cause like obviously there's nothing in the natural world that's going to cause a perfect reflective surface but um in certain caves 
there can be mirror-like rocks sometimes. That could be this. It could be rocks. Could be something more dangerous. Do you want me to send my raven in to scout it out? Raven's like, rude, sending me in to be the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> oh, come on, you be... <laughs> The raven can't talk. Katar looks at Nyla like, don't we have a sneaky one? Yeah, yeah. Sneaky and small. <laughs> rude, I'm not small. I'm the tall- anyways. Nyla puts her head up in. <laughs> you sure you don't want to send a raven in first? No, no. I haven't got a chance to do anything since I got here, except for fly. That was cool. But <laughs> Katar's like, okay. she seemed well, a bit anxious. Dark, shadowy caves are my thing. That is exactly my thing. It's like written on my face. <laughs> all right. I'm he like looks at her and her eyes are all sparkly. He's like, yeah, okay, send that one. <laughs> I'm definitely sending the raven with her, though, because like, just in case, we need to know if there's anything bad that happens. Last Ariadne's time we sent- like, yeah, that's a good idea. Last time we sent Amber, or last time we sent Nyla into a cave alone, um, yeah, that that yeah. didn't go well. <laughs> I'll tell you about that later, Dad. Like, I don't want to know, but thanks. <laughs> Funny story. It's how we met Sal. <laughs> I was captured. It's a great story, and by great, I mean it's it's a bad, terrible story. It's and terrible. It's not, yeah. Um. So the Raven uh, perched on your shoulder, Nyla. Uh, it's, it's it is also Excellent. it's also black, so it blends in very well. I summon my raven, and it perches on my other shoulder. Oh, God. Nyla, like, two ravens. Oh, that's it's yeah, a that's Arthur joke. Arthur, two sheds Jackson, except Nyla, two ravens. <laughs> light hands. I back into the cave like water tread. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, yes, make a stealth roll, Nyla. And with advantage, I guess, because you've got, uh, you got your hood. Ooh. Uh, 26. A... Yeah. Um... Further inside, you can hear some water dripping that you didn't notice uh, at first. But yeah, this cave is actually kind of gorgeous. Like, there are these natural uh, flues of this strange silvery substance flowing down the wall that create um, natural mirrors every probably 15, 20 feet. Uh, They... Like, they don't do a, a great job of reflecting because they're so bumpy, uh, but they they sure are pretty. They have a kind of weird funhouse effect, uh, except, except like, more glittery. I'm, like, staring. I'm, like, slinking along the wall, but also, like, staring in awe. Like, she has the big cartoon eyes where they're, like, glittery. And... Yeah, it's, pre- it's, it's pretty in here. Is it shiny enough that I can take anything? Oh, no. <sighs> I mean, not really. The... the the thing that's causing the deposits in the water is like this uh, weird substance that's con- continuously running down the walls. This okay. is Nyla. <laughs> what a mood. You can roll. Uh, you could roll nature to see if you recognize the substance. This Her. is going to go so badly, but yes. <laughs> Nyla's going to come back with incorrect information. Everyone's going to be like, "Yeah, sure, okay." Can I also roll oh, since fuck. I'm watching Holy the shit. Raven's eyes? Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Never mind, Nyla. I don't need to. Okay, actually, you know what? This 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 tracks. Uh, so the substance flowing down the wall is quicksilver. Uh, quicksilver Ooh. is very very rare and very very precious. Um, so Nyla would probably know all about it. Yeah. Um, yeah that's got, that's got. Uh, it is. Yeah, it can go for like two hundred gold a bottle. Uh, if you know where to sell it. Uh, but of course, it's it's flowing down the walls in such a way that it's very, very difficult to collect. Like you'd have to spend a long time, like really harvesting this place to get your to get money out of this. 
Excellent. Um, okay. Is there anything else I see? Like any danger signs or is everything all clear? No. I mean, the floor is kind of wet. It's a little sticky. That's probably the Quicksilver. Okay. Okay. I'm going to backtrack to the to the group then. Did I manage to see anything through the Raven? Like anything that looked fishy or anything like that? You just saw what Nyla saw. Same thing. Okay. So I come back and I'm like, jump like i'm quivering with excitement like it's like she just likes being in a room with money um (laughs) what did your halfling eyes see (laughs) she's like a boo in the in the cape of wonders yes that's that's exactly exactly what i'm oh my god you're right (laughs) she goes like she goes oh my god y'all oh my god this is the best thing that's ever happened to me i didn't know the feywild was so good what is what's oh there's There's quicksilver on the quicksilver what what? You can't just go ruin the fucking surprise, Selwane. <laughs> I was building dramatic tension. Ariazis is like, I okay. So what? What's special about that? Do you have any idea how much money that is worth? Do no, many, I do and I don't any, really care. Lila, do you really need more money? Yes. What? Why is that a question? Why the fuck would you ask me that? I don't know. Maybe uh, you've got a lot under, um, you know, in your apartment. Look, that's all. Oh, this feels not great to talk about right now. So you know what? Let's just go in the cave. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I probably can't collect it anyways. And just a bunch of people in this room are gonna get real mad at me if I start talking about money. So let's just go into the fucking cave where I will just stare at the, the precious gold on the walls. Also, I forgot to mention it looks safe. There's nothing else in there with the money. Oh, okay, good. Guitar. So Doesn't Wayne wouldn't have gone toward the entrance if it hadn't looked you know, right. moderately safe. Uh, so you all head into this cave together, and yeah, as Nyla described, it is very, very beautiful in here. Um, it, it's Normally, you get this cave would be very dark just because the opening is so narrow, but because the Quicksilver is so reflective, uh, it bounces light in all directions, and it's sort of unearthly beautiful, like everything in the Feywild. There are about uh, six or seven radiations uh, off from this main artery uh, when you follow it long enough. What do you want to do now that you're here? So there's like, there's a bunch of paths and we have no idea which one to take. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do, are they, do they all look identical? I mean, some are bigger than others. It's a naturally formed cave. Yeah, Katara is definitely going to want to like... down any of them? <laughs> yeah, like investigate to see if there's any like... Has anybody else been in the cave? And if so, which way did they go? Or oh, anything you know else? Nyla turns to Selwyn. Selwyn, how... how... Roughly, can you tell me how far across the field looked, like between the caves? Uh, yeah, it would have been probably 500, 600 yards, pre- mm-hmm. a pretty solid distance. Okay, but not miles, so we're not going to walk for... No, it's not. Maybe. At most, it'll probably take you an hour, hopefully, maybe. Fingers okay. crossed, yeah, knock on wood. It depends on how... Yeah, I mean, it depends how straight the cave goes, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least if we have a rough idea of the distance, we know that, like, if it's taking six or three hours to walk down one something's gone wrong that's yeah that's fair yeah sal for his part Um, is kind of caught up in staring at it like he's never seen quicksilver in person and to see it in a naturally formed cave is actually kind of breathtaking for him yeah i mean this is like selwyn is really being nerdy because the only time she's seen it is used as a spell component in like very 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 rare spells that she hasn't actually had a chance to cast (laughs) so like Geek out. Geek out! Geek out! Yeah. Well, those two are 
preoccupied, like Katar and Ariazi's like look at each other and sort of nod and they're gonna go like investigate in opposite directions. Okay. They're not gonna leave, but they just wanna like check out the lip of you know, just investigate around. Yeah. Uh you had probably you know, you're still within holler and distance, uh, each mm-hmm. down separate hallways. Uh, which is fine because like the main artery of this cave is not very big. It is at most like thirty feet across. Um but yeah, you head off in opposite directions. Uh and Sal does too, because uh, this is, he's never been anywhere this pretty before. Uh, you are all sort of wandering around, sort of taking it in. Is Nyla doing anything in particular? Nyla's trying to get some Quicksilver. Oh, God. Do you have any flasks that could hold it? I don't think I do. <laughs> then how do you propose to carry this? I have no I'm idea. No hat. <laughs> Wait, what do I have? I have a lit. Wait, I have two flasks of oil. I pour out the oil oh, and I'm trying to. Okay, you pour the oil out on the floor and you try your best to collect and yeah, you collect a little bit of quicksilver. This will probably yes. get you at least 500 gold if you know where to sell it. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Jeez. It's also a very I mean... valuable spell component, not that Nyla knows that she can cast spells. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Nyla know that? Excellent. Okay. So yeah, you can add that to your inventory, a vial of quicksilver. Worth approximately 500 gold. Wow. Okay. I feel like it was a mistake to not buy any vials. Eh, probably. Do we see anything, like, when Katar and Ariazis are investigating? Um, it's initially kind of hard to tell. Uh, not just for Katar and Ariazis, but for Salvador, too, and for even for Nyla, who's who's so focused on, get the money, <laughs> get the money, uh, that uh, <laughs> everything else kind of falls to the wayside. Uh, you're all kind of caught up in the unearthly, ethereal beauty of this place. And by the time you realize that those ref- those figures that you can see are actually your reflections and that you are completely alone, you hear Salvador scream. Qatar, you hear Salvador scream. Uh, he sounds pretty close to you. And you realize at this moment that you are alone somehow. Like, you can't see any of your companions the the figures you thought were your were your traveling companions are actually just reflections of you distorted reflections of you he's gonna like whip around and like start calling ariazis salvador you can suddenly see salvador stumbling backwards um out from a like the way the rock bends and the mirrored surface of a wall uh reflects you can't see exactly where he came from but he stumbles backward uh and he uh hits you hard uh, in the front of your chest and he spins around and he says where are the others? I don't know. He looks around frantically he's gripping both of your arms he's terrified. I saw I don't even know what I saw he's gonna like I don't know do that dad thing like on the back like they're there. (laughs) That seems to have kind of a profound effect on him. The moment uh, Katar touches his back, uh, you can feel a shiver uh, run up his spine. And you think it's something, it's probably something with the Feywild, right? Like, he wasn't wrong. Everything gets dialed up to 11 uh, when you're in the Feywild, especially emotionality. Uh, And for a moment, he is so distracted that he can't even, he's not even scared anymore. He's just looking straight at Katar. Can you describe what you saw at all? Uh, He is looking up at Katar like he can't even breathe. Oh, boy. All right. (laughs) Katar is just going to be like, okay, maybe we should try to find the others. Uh, He swallows 
Uh, Katara, roll perception for me. Salvador is staring up at you. His pupils are blown wide. He's breathing kind of heavily, although he was breathing heavily before, so maybe that's nothing, but it's probably not nothing. This is the Feywild. Uh, And it's obvious, you know, it's been obvious how uh, Salvador feels about Katara. Uh, (laughs) His hands kind of fist in the front of your leathers, and he says, Katara, perhaps this isn't politic, but I... I've never been as attracted to anyone in my life as I am to you. And that is terrifying to me because I know this could absolutely ruin everything, right? Like this could ruin everything. Guitar just sort of like exactly, it kind of reminds you of when Ariazi short-circuited. He just kind of, uh, mm, mm -hmm. mm-hmm. It could, that's true. And he says, and I know that, like, I know that, I understand that logically, but this place, and I just, uh, and he leans up to you and kisses you, Qatar. And oh, with, boy. with that 24 in perception, you pick up a faint but very distinct smell of sulfur. Nyla? Yes? You are realizing that you are the only person in this party who doesn't have dark vision now. You've gone pretty far into the cave and you can't see shit. What do you do? If only you had a flask of oil to light. Damn. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hindsight. Um, Wait, let me see. Do I have anything else? I think I'm like taking, I'm like feeling through my bag, seeing if I can find like any fucking thing else in there. Are you are you doing anything else while you're searching? You realize um, you think you might be alone because you can't hear anyone else now. Not since I, ca- I call out and I'm like, because I think the last person I saw near me was Selway, and so I'm gonna be like, Sel, Sal, uh, yeah, anyone? no, no answer. Do you uh do you get anything from your pack? I have a tinder box. I've got tinder box and I have five candles. Oh, so yeah, in that case, you can definitely light a candle. Excellent, I light a candle. Uh, you cast dim light in a radius. You know, I don't want to look up the rules. For I think it's like five feet. Yeah, it's I'm really, it's, I'm really missing not... my paladin who just like radiated light from his body at all times. <laughs> that was convenient. Yes. <laughs> um, but the any even dim light sources reflect a lot um, in this cave. So there's a pretty decent amount of ambient light just from this one candle, and from the far side of this little room in which you realize you are completely alone and there was like a there was like a pl- a way to get out behind you that's not there anymore oh fuck and as you are looking around suddenly you turn around and you see Qatar ah! Qatar doesn't say anything um hey there I'm so glad that it's not just me in this kid because it's getting real creepy uh do you know where everybody else went you know I don't think one halfling really needs that much gold You'd be surprised about how much gold I need. But again, back to the question at hand, which is, where is everyone else? And what the hell's going on? Katar pulls out Othbo and shoots you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on. What is oh his roll to hit bonus? God. Motherfucker. It's a longbow. Goodbye, Nyla. <laughs> that is a hit. You take 15 okay. points of piercing damage, Nyla. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Uncanny Dodge to have it. Already. Uh, that's a, 
you know, a number. Seven. Seven damage. <laughs> you take seven points of damage, you are in combat. What do? Motherfucker! Oh boy. I knew I didn't trust shifty-ass hippie motherfuckers. <laughs> um, I throw- I, I fucking attack him back. Okay, what do you want to do? I'm gonna use my whip. Alright, roll to hit. Did he just, like, pull out this giant-ass bow and shoot her point-blank range? Yeah, pretty much. Oh my god. Um, yeah, a, a 20 is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 13 damage. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a bonus action and try to hide in the cave. I'm going to throw the candle and try okay. to hide. Okay. Selwyn? Yes, ma'am. Um, Sassy is right behind you and suddenly realizing that something has happened. He says, hey, real quick, what the hell is happening? I have no idea. What do you mean? <laughs> what did you do? Did you do this? Is of this, course I didn't. Is this punishment for me getting my bones back? No. Are you sure? Yes. Um. Definitely not. <laughs> as you are bickering with your skeleton, you see Nyla step out of the shadows. Nyla. First, you go along with anything Ariazi says because you have a crush on her. Then you do the same thing for the Raven Queen. Do you have no will of your own? What? And then Nyla attacks you. <laughs> That's a hit. You take 13 points of stabbing damage as Nyla rushes towards you and attacks you, Selwyn. Cool. Um, I use one of the charges of my robes uh, to impose disadvantage on attacks. All right. Uh, does a 15 hit your AC? I think it still does, but I'm not sure. Um, hang on. Yeah, because I haven't cast anything. Okay, so it still hits. Uh, still 13 damage. Uh, I'm going to cast Magic Missile. Okay. Go ahead and roll to hit. Well, it's not a roll to hit. It's an automatic hit. Okay, in that case, roll damage. I've, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been a player, guys. Cut me some slack. Hey, stop attacking me. <laughs> it's uh-huh. not you. <laughs> uh, excuse you. You don't know that yeah, yet. Yeah, I know. I know. That's a metagame. I know. You just um, attacked Nyla. Yeah. Yeah, who just said that you had no free will. Damn. <laughs> it's cold. Free will to fight back. Sassy says, Hey, isn't she on our side? I don't... Ah, Gut reaction. What the fuck, Nyla? Salvador looks up from where he had fallen prone on the floor deeper into the cave. He is completely alone. For a moment, he isn't really sure what's going on. His head is swimming with pain from where his forehead collided with the ground. He looks around shakily, and when he finally gains his bearings, he looks up and he sees Selwyn. Your optimism is just thinly veiled naivete. Your willful ignorance to danger is going to get us all killed. What? And then Selwyn attacks him. She is going to... Mm, she has so many good... You have so many good spells, Selwyn. How are you going to hurt... How are you going to hurt Salvador? <laughs> some terrible way i'm sure you are going to use cloud of daggers i'm just really glad she's not making us pick our own i know right like that would be awful woof salvador takes 24 points of damage uh he cries out in pain what are you doing uh he is not sure what to do he doesn't 
want to attack Selwyn, so he just doesn't. Ariazis? Mm-hmm. Stormy starts bellowing behind you. He is very concerned. She's going to turn around and be like, Stormy what? What's going on? In Elvish. <laughs> Stormy is very confused because now you're alone and he does not like that. He is he is spooked. He was this this room was different just a couple seconds ago, and he is just smart enough to recognize that's a bad thing. Oh boy. Big, big, stupid boy. <laughs> Very big, very stupid, still yelly. Very yelly. Uh, and as um, Stormy is yelling and as Ariazis is, I guess, trying to calm him down. Yeah, I was like, she's going to go over and be like, okay, calm down, calm down. As you are doing that, uh, Salvador steps out from behind um, Stormy. And he looks kind of sad, actually. Salvador? What's wrong? He sighs. He comes forward. And he pulls out those brand new sickles. Uh, that he just got, and he says, I'm scared that I misplaced my faith in you, Ariazis. I'm. What do you mean? I mean that I'm scared that you will never be better than you are. He hits you. Yeah, that's gonna come as a shock to her. For a total of 10 points of damage, uh, you managed to leap out of the way of the other attack, but yeah, you did not know Salvador could use those things. Those are sharp. Yeah, they are sharp. She's, like, really confused and like, like, Sal, what are you doing? Why are you attacking me? He doesn't answer. He smiles savagely and looks like he's primed to attack you again. What do you do? Um, she's going to... And so far as you know, this is still Salvador. Right, exactly. Like, she's really hesitant to attack him because she thinks it's Sal, like, I mean, like, as far as she knows, it is Sal. Like, why would he attack her? Maybe he's just in a bad mood. Yeah, that sounds like Salvador. <laughs> you know, he's grieving, you know, I don't know, that's fine. That's how people deal with grief, right? They literally stab other people, sure. He seems like the kind of person that would be prone to violence. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah, I guess we'll just use Thorn Whip, like, it's a cantrip, it's fine. Man, Salvador's really the only one who just didn't attack, huh? I guess Qatar too, but the circumstances were different, so. I know, right? I was like, Qatar's the only one that just got kissed. He's like, what the fuck? Oh, that's funny. All okay. Right, roll the um... hit. Um, 11 is not a hit. So, yep, uh, he definitely dodges out of the way of your thorn whip. He is still smiling very savagely. Qatar. Salvador is still kissing you. How, what's going through Katar's head? I'm just, I'm curious. I just, I want to know. He is, like, flattered, confused, and along the lines of, like, okay, yeah, his Eladrin form is, like, super hot. He's also younger than my daughter. Really, really weird. Uh, by two years. <laughs> really weird. Uh, also, now seems a bad time to kiss, and what is, what is that smell? Right as you are thinking, this, this is a bad time to kiss, you pull away and Salvador isn't there anymore. Uh, and where he once stood, uh, you see Nyla, and she's got her daggers out. And you are officially aware that something is up. Yeah, right? He's going to, like, blink and shake his head because he just saw Sal there. And, wait a minute. Nyla? Is that you? Hey, why is this weird hippie joining us anyways? And Nyla attacks you. 
That's not a hit, however. She lashes toward you. You manage to deftly dodge out of the way. What do you do? Yeah, what else? Wood elves are really dexterous. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now that he has a sense of like something is very weird. Um. I want to like. I want to follow that thread of sulfur. Like, what does he know? Make um either a nature or arcana check, whichever you prefer. Fifteen. Hmm. So first of all, the smell of sulfur hasn't gone away, Qatar. Hmm. You have a hunch. Nyla. Yes. Where once was Qatar, uh, you now see Selwyn, and she looks just as angry uh, as before. How much money will it take for you not to come back next time? How much are we worth to you? Nyla swallows, swallows a retort. Um, she's hidden. Is Selwyn like, looking at her? Uh, she is slowly stalking this little area, and I guess I'm gonna have it real perce- or uh, her, definitely, her. totally her. Totally <laughs> her. Definitely a her and not an it. Uh, yeah, they are stalking around the room, but they cannot find you. Excellent. Um, I think that means that Nyla's, like, like something's weird. Um, she's not super smart, but she's not also that dumb. She's going to cast Minor Illusion to make a sound on the opposite side of the room. Okay. Uh, you cast Minor Illusion and you successfully draw her attention away. She turns and walks. Um, or you can't see because in order to hide, you had to blow your candle out. Uh, yes. But you can hear her uh, turning on one heel and walking toward the source of the sound. Excellent. And then I'm going to use a buzz bonus action to cast Mage Hand and poke her in the back. Okay. Okay. You poke her in the I back, you hear her whip around. I'm just trying to confuse her. So I'm going to, as, as I do that, I'm going to like slink like closer, like further, like the opposite edge of the room. I just want to be as far away from this thing as possible. Selwyn. Yeah. What once was Nyla suddenly transforms directly in front of your eyes into Salvador. And Sassy's like, what the hell is going on in here? I don't know. Salvador looks more upset than you've ever, well, not than you've ever seen him. You've seen him pretty upset, but he seems, it seems like it's like a righteous indignation. He comes stalking toward you. He pulls out those newly acquired sickles and he says, you know, for all your preaching about what's right, and he gestures with one sickle to Sassy, you refuse to acknowledge the evil that is directly in front of you. And he is going to cast Flamestrike, make a dexterity save. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, 15. Nope. Get ready to eat a lot of damage. Oh no. You take 25 points of radiant and fire damage as Sal burns you. I actually don't. I point a finger at Sassy and I use redirection. Ah! What the hell? I'm sorry. (laughs) Alright, Sassy is now at one hit point. Oh my god! Are you killing your skeleton? It's better than me eating all of that at the moment. I can always bring her back. Oh my god, what the hell's going on? I'm so sorry, s- Sassy. Not not good enough. I'm just gonna put that not good enough. That hurts! I know! Radiant damage really hurts! I know, I'm sorry. Alright, so Salvador just burned you real good. Uh, but Sassy took the most of the damage, so what do you know? And he's still that that is that burn settled in yet? 
that what's yeah. what's what's uh what's Selene thinking? Oh boy. Oh. Aloe is not enough for that bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um the irony of redirecting that onto Sassy is not so not lost right? on her. I don't even know if it's irony. It's like meta irony, it's like super irony. <laughs> <laughs> She feels guilty about doing a thing to a bad creature, even though she shouldn't, but she does anyway. It's we. It's like it's like eight levels deep. It's like ironyception. <laughs> I think she's going to try true strike because she doesn't know what on earth is going on. But I mean, she literally just saw this whoever change forms. Okay. Um. True Strike reveals. Okay, well, first of all, that is absolutely not Salvador because True Strike uh, tells you that it's an ooze. Ugh. Oh boy, an ooze! It's an ooze. It's an ooze. It sure doesn't look like an ooze. It looks like a Salvador. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is an ooze. Uh, it is conditioned immune to blind, charm, deafened, exhaustion, and prone, and it has blind sight up to sixty feet. That's my action. I can't really do anything else. I don't think. Yeah, Salvador is still staring up at what he thinks is Selwyn, uh, but which abruptly transforms in front of his eyes into Qatar, and he suddenly realizes, hey, what? Qatar's face looks like it's a, it's a mixed bag. Like, he doesn't quite know how to feel. He just looks at Sal and says, I'm grateful for the positive influence you've had on Ariazis. Though, that seems to come at the cost of putting her in constant danger. Oh, that stings. That stings a little visibly. Uh, I'm going to have him make an insight check to see if he knows what is going on. Uh, He knows that's not Qatar. uh, And that's probably, like, if it's not Qatar, it's probably nothing good. Uh, Because, like. You know, it's it's obviously trying to get into his head. With that first comment Selway made and this second comment that Qatar made, it's like, there's, uh, something's rotten in the state of Denmark. <laughs> so he's gonna say, all right, whatever you are, get the hell out of him! And he is going to cast Flame Strike. It's not gonna do it. Oh my god. Wow. What? Oh, shit. Salvador lights up this little cavern uh, and burns it for 39 points of damage. Hachi machi. Too bad. Actual Qatar is not there to, like, hard eyes over that. Uh, well, the fake Qatar is going to bow at him. That is a hit. Salvador takes 18 points of damage. Oof, it's getting kind of low. Qatar. The actual Qatar. The actual Qatar this time. Uh-huh, okay. The creature no. that wasn't for that was one Sal and then shifts into Ni- that shifted into Nyla now shifts into Selwyn. What is what does uh Selwyn's face look like, Val? It looks a little hurt and also looks kind of like steely, icy underneath. Like her eyes are very hard. If you'd paid more attention to your daughter, chased off her bullies, would she be this broken now? Jeez, hot. Damn. <laughs> okay, wow. That, like, makes him physically stagger back. He, like, even though he has a hunch and is pretty sure these are not 
people, not the people that they pretend to be. It, that still stings a lot. Uh, make a con saving throw, Qatar. Oh, boy. Oh, it's a natural one. one. This is gonna hurt. I mean, like, literally, you struck him where it hurts. Oh, shit. <laughs> 33 shit. points of damage for Qatar. As, what did um, I use? You, fine, you fine, used fine. Shatter at a uh, fifth level. Or a f- wow. Yep. All right. Do you want to do anything back? Um. Yeah, he's definitely going to like grit his teeth, and he's like, "How dare you!" And uh, yeah. Now you are definitely, definitely enemies. <laughs> and yeah, he's gonna say his. Silly command phrase. With death, you you have wronged me. With so, Oathbo. And you get advantage now that it's your enemy, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's pissed. Like, how dare you? Oh, it's a natural it 20! Nat 20! Hey! Alright, uh, that's gonna be 2d8 plus 6d6 damage. It's gonna be Jeez. a buttfuck of yeah. damage. How dare you? Um, 6d8, wait, what? It'll be 2, 2d8 plus 6d6 total damage. 6d6, okay. There we go. 27 points of damage. Nyla, the creature that is stalking out around the outside of this room, uh, searching for you somewhat futilely, you can hear it shift again, like the rush of air and magic that causes it to shift. And then you hear Ariazi's voice out in the darkness. You know, I don't trust you to choose saving the party over yourself. You sons of bitches. Do you say that out loud? This is very important. Answer honestly, God is watching. <laughs> she hisses it under her breath, but she does say it out loud. Alright, in that case, um, she's gonna cast Blight on you. With, uh, you're gonna have advantage because she can't see exactly where you are, but she knows in a general idea of where you are. Make a con save with advantage. Oh no. Con is not my thing. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Oh, uh, Nyla Rip. Nyla Rip. Oh, lovely. Oh, no. 27 Ooh. points of damage. How you doing, Nyla? Still alive, but uh, hurting. Anything you want to do in response? Yes. Um, Bear in mind, you cannot see I just, shit. Okay, so I just saw the flash, though, so I have an idea of where... You have a general idea. You would still be at disadvantage in attack, however. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but or I guess if you're... Technically, they can't see you either, so that would give you advantage. So I guess you don't have like the disadvantage and advantage would just, just cancel like, each cancels other out. out. Yeah, okay. you just have a, just a regular attack, technically. Okay. Um, I wonder if I can do this. Are, would you, okay? You bitched about me not using magic, so I'm gonna fucking try shit. Oh. Yay! We're so proud of you. <laughs> Is it possible to use mage hand to light a candle? Yes. Mm-hmm. Excellent. It can interact with the other things, right? It can interact. It can go into your flint box as an action and uh, light a candle. Yeah. Okay, so I can, as part of my rogue thing, I can use it as a uh, cunning action, or I can use it as a bonus action. So I'm gonna do that to move a candle over near the, like on its own. The candle's gonna float near Ariazis. Okay, it's not lit. You're gonna have to, like, moving the candle and lighting the candle are both actions. So you're gonna have to pick one or the other. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. I guess I'm going to have to light it and then move the candle over to the creature. 
Okay. But at least it, the candle's lit and it's over by there, and then I'm going to try to... I can't hide because there's, there's an action, but I'm going to try to move away from where the candle was lit so they are still... I'm still in the dark. Selwyn. Yeah? The creature in front of you is no longer Salvador. It is now Qatar. Oh, good. Oh, my God. <laughs> what does Qatar's face look like? Okay. His face, like... You've seen this face, Selwyn, when people are talking about how your family is cursed. You've seen this face before. He looks at you like he's disgusted. He's judging you so hard. And he just says, an elf has no business meddling in necromancy. And you are unworthy of my daughter's affection. Selwyn bursts into tears. (laughs) Woof! So much drama! Uh, all right, Qatar is going to take a bow shot at you. That's a hit, I assume, unless you want to do something fancy, Selene. Um, well, I got a question for you. Uh, how long has it been? Uh, so technically, all of these fights, are, like, this is not one fight. These are all separate encounters happening at the same time. So it hasn't been that long, probably, like, 30 seconds. So I, I had used the robes of the consort against this thing earlier. Um, mm-hmm. So that should impose disadvantage on attacks. Oh, that's true. Yes, that is true. Yeah, that does it. Uh, with the robes of the consort still active, the arrow fires, uh, just whiffs right past your cheek. Anything you want to do, you're still crying. You're not him. You aren't him. I, I'm going to summon a shadow blade. Basically, these strands of shadow just pull away from uh, the middle of the room and form a sword in my hand. And um, I attack with it. Um, And because the target is in dim light or darkness, I have advantage. That is true. You do have that. And I cast it it at a third level. Fuck him up, my dear. That's a natural 20! Oh, this is going to do so much fucking damage. Oh god, 31 points of damage, my sweet baby girl. Salvador, the uh, the creature that was once Qatar, shifts f- back into Ariazes, still kind of smoldering in places from that awesome flame strike that he did. Uh, what about Ariazes' face? What does Ariazes' face look like? She looks scared. And, like, if Sal came any closer, she would, like, back away. Like, he's diseased. Like, I don't want you anywhere near me. And she says, I'm terrified that your father killed the Glade Queen and burned the Sacred Glade to get to you. Is it worth it if we all have to die because of you? Tears just start pouring from his face. He says, you didn't have to come with me! Uh, and he casts Inflict Wounds. Oh, my baby boy! Yeah! The grief fuels him. Ariazes is gonna... Spike Growth! That seems fine. Uh, a whole bunch of spikes pop up out of the ground. Uh, and Sal is going to automatically take four piercing damage, and he is now in difficult terrain. Ariazes. Oh, boy. There's only two left. The creature in front of you shifts one more time, and it is the face of your father, Ariazes. God damn it. 
What's his face look like? Paint us a word picture. He looks sorrowful, pained, and lonely. All of the emotions that she's never wanted to see on his face. And even just seeing his face like makes her heart ache. I'm afraid that what that fiend did to you is irreversible. And I'll lose you forever to the darkness. And that just makes her entire heart crack open. No, no, you can't. You of all people can't give up on me, Katar. It's not you. It can't be you. He's going to do something fancy. Oh, boy. Make a deck save. Shit. Uh, Eleven is not going to do it. Nope, sure isn't. She casts Ice Storm. The sky opens up uh, over you, and huge chunks of ice and rock pelt the ground around you for 16 points of damage. It's fine. It's probably fine. It's fine. It's it's probably fine. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, scream and cry a little bit. She's like... (laughs) Cry is the answer to everyone. Every time I ask someone that question, what do you want to do? Cry! I want to cry! She wants to cry, yeah. Always sobbing. Yeah. Yeah, she's like screaming, it's not you, it's not you. She is going to... Yeah, okay, fine. (laughs) Why the fuck not? And she wild shapes into a winter wolf! Hell yeah! (laughs) Hi. Woof! Woof. All right. Not a bear, though. It's not, not a bear, a bear but... but it's pretty cool. So Right. It's a giant frosty wolf. <laughs> and she's right. going she gonna to chomp? She's going to chomp it? Yeah, I think, yeah, she's going to do cold breath then. He needs to make a con save, I'm guessing, because it's cold. Um, No, it. each creature in the area must make a DC 12 deck saving throw. A deck saving throw? Okay. Uh, that, that succeeds, so he's taking half damage. So it is a taking 18 cold damage on a failed save, or half That's... as much of that. Okay, I was like, 18 is half damage? Holy no, shit! No, 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 half, yeah, half of 18. <laughs> it's like 32 points of damage, it's a fucking like, buttload. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so 9 damage. Katar, the creature Great. transforms one more time. It's the face of your daughter staring back at you. The face of his daughter, which is racked with bone-deep sorrow that you've never he's never seen on her face ever and like it's so instinctive that like he takes a step forward and then like stops himself like no no and then she says i wish you'd left me to die as a baby because of me you'll never know peace or safety oh boy (laughs) The tea is hot and also very sad. Like, particularly very tragic sad. tea. Tragic tea. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sell that. Brand it. Yeah. That. Put it on a shirt. Absolutely. Our first yeah, our first piece of Critfield Club merch. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, tragic tea. Oh yeah, that absolutely, like, breaks him because he knows that everything they say is what they're thinking. So he knows that Ariazis actually thinks that, and that's what hurts the most. Oh, the t- oh boy. No. Alright, so, you know, there's there's that. Uh, what's Ariazis gonna do? She's gonna... You have a lot of cool spells, Ariazis. I know. Uh, she's gonna use one of them. Make a con save, Katar. Shit. I like I Blight. Like Blight is a good... It's a good spell. 
Oh, that's not gonna do it. Oh! Nyla? Yep. The creature changes one more time. It's the voice of Salvador. Yeah. Nyla, I want you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. That's true, but I'm no longer sure if it's possible. She has her hand over her mouth. Do you want to do anything? Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to attack that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Alright, you have no advantage or disadvantage because we already agreed it just cancels out. Uh, so just okay. roll to hit regular. Oh, fuck That's that. a natural one. Oh, no. Nyla is so, is so affected, <laughs> so affected by what's happened uh, that uh, she just miss, she just whiffs completely. Wait, 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 wait. I have a feat that I never use. Yay. Lucky. I can reroll a... A natural one. Yeah, that's a halfling yes. thing. Yeah, go ahead. How did you not? It's ahead, only natural. It's not like regular lucky. It's a different kind of oh, lucky. okay. Uh, a 16. Does a 16 hit him? Uh, yes, it does. Yes. So they'll go ahead and use sneak attack damage, technically. Oh my god, Nyla! <laughs> so much fucking damage! All right. So she, the hearing Sal say that just, it, it lights something up inside of her and she just goes for the fucking throat. It's weirdly gelatinous throat. You stab it and it makes a squishing sound, Nyla, which doesn't seem like a sound that a throat should make, like a wet squishing sound. Oh, that doesn't gross. seem that doesn't seem like a thing that a, a knife should do. Gross. She's gonna try to hide after she stabs it with a bonus action. All <laughs> like, right, just fucking dive to the floor. And... All right, roll stealth. Selwyn. Yeah. It transforms one more time into Ariazis. No. What's her face like? You see, the face of your beloved. There's a question mark after that word. Beloved, Beloved. maybe? (laughs) Yeah, beloved! (laughs) And she just looks defeated. And at first she's not looking at you, but then she looks up at you and just... It's like her eyes are empty of any emotion, all emotion. And she says, I think that you demand too much of me. It feels like being together would be constant demands to change myself to your liking. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. (laughs) Any reaction you want to share with the class, Elwain? Oh, God. I don't want to change you. It's her. You're not her. And just, like, ugly tears are rolling down her face at this point. It's completely ceased being pretty. You didn't know that elves could be ugly, but apparently they can. (laughs) Make a con save, Selwyn. She casts Moonbeam, and you take 28 points of radiant damage, unless you want to do something fancy. Kill your skeleton friend. (laughs) You can kill Sassy if you want to. Um... Yeah, I think, honestly, she's too rattled to even think of redirecting it again. Um, so she is going to eat all that damage. You can. You want to attack back? Yeah. You aren't her. You aren't her. And uh, I'm going to use the Shadow Blade again. Just, you know, Haze of Tears managed to strike you, uh, or at least try. 
Uh, I should have advantage because darkness. A twenty, yeah, twenty-four hits. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> sure does. Okay. I'm also gonna say that um, the eyes on the spell focus skull flash, and it is a critical hit. Okay. Ariazis. It's not your father now. It's Selwyn. Shit. What's her face look like? Her face is curled in a sneer of disgust and disbelief. And she says, Did you fall for Shemeshka? Because all those stories that they always tell about tieflings are true. Are you just fundamentally evil? God damn it. <laughs> oh, that's a deep cut. Right after Kata- Okay, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. Good thing she's in wolf form, but I mean, she still lets out this, like, extremely pained howl and then lunges for your throat. That's a hit. Roll damage. Ariazis launches herself forward as a wolf sinks her fangs into the neck of this facsimile of Selwain, and it explodes into silvery ooze. And at that same moment, the rest of the cave seems to shimmer and explode too, not in a way that would do you any harm, like the walls suddenly quake and then just fall away like so much water. And you realize that you've been about 10 feet apart from one another this entire time. And actually, the cave doesn't have any radiations at all, and also no quicksilver. Now that bottle you have is full of ooze. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> nice. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me! <laughs> uh, so I just want to take a quick stock of this tableau. Uh, you can all see each other, except for Nyla, who doesn't have dark vision, lol. <laughs> That was like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> Why is it so dark? And, and literally, like, even Sassy and Stormy both have dark vision and not Nyla. <laughs> <laughs> I don't belong in caves like you stupid <laughs> You literally you're said sneaky. you're sneaky. <laughs> less yeah, than right. an hour ago, <laughs> I love caves. I belong in caves. <laughs> That's right. <true>. I did. <laughs> Fake news. Fuck. Uh, but yes, a quick shake of this, a quick look at this tableau. Salvador is on his knees, tears pouring down his face. Yeah, Selwyn is also just sobbing. Um, she can't look at anybody. Ariazis is still a wolf, but you know, snarling still. And Katar is going to immediately book it towards the wolf, which he's like, that's mine. That's mm -hmm, definitely that one's my mine. That one's mine. Yep. And like throws, I mean, it's a giant thing. So like to the best of his ability, tries to throw his arms around uh, her giant freezing cold mane and she just nuzzles him back. Just transform back into a tiefling, you weirdo. No, yeah. Okay. So when he like starts running, then she transforms back and then they just hold each other and she starts crying and yeah, they just cling to each other. Salvador desperately tries to pull himself up to his feet. He succeeds, mostly. What's Nyla doing? Uh, Nyla actually hasn't realized that she has a useless vial of ooze because she's still shell-shocked <laughs> from, like... Also, it's dark. Right, and she's like, what's going on? <laughs> I, yeah, I think because it's so dark, she hears, like, noises all around her, and so she's got her dagger. She's, like, she thinks she might be still, being, still in a fight. Oh, she has her dagger out, and she goes, 
Is any is hello? Salvador says he you can hear him. He's his voice is shaking. He says, Does anyone need does anyone need healing? Um Um Something Is this Are these all you? Say something only the Oh no, that won't work. Oh yeah. Sylvain pulls out a torch and lights it using prestidigitation. Um, so that Nyla can see, because she finally remembers that Nyla doesn't have dark vision. <laughs> we finally remember. And Nyla, you can finally see the faces of your friend. They also look traumatized, which is probably cold comfort. I, like, look around and, like, take stock and, uh, look up. So I, uh, I take it the same thing happened to you, happened to me. Y'all showed up and started saying real nasty things. Salvador is going to make a nature check to see if he knows what that is, since Cal- since Qatar isn't volunteering any information. Oh yeah, he's like <laughs> not letting go of Ariazi. She's like, Dad, I can't breathe. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem, sweetheart. Uh, with a 16, uh, Salvador kind of, he looks around at the wreckage, uh, particularly at the ooze. Uh, so <sighs> there's this pile of silvery gelatinous ooze uh, in the middle of this cavern, and uh, it is piled high with skeletons. Oh, by the way, you've all leveled up. Congratulations. Yay. You've earned it. What did it cost? Everything. Salvador slowly puts it together. Like, he's heard of these monsters, but only from, only in passing, like, he's never done research on them because they're so obscure. And he says, that's a, an Oblex? What's an Oblex doing in the Feywild? And he's still, like, wiping his face. Qatar um, now, like, turns, like, to, after hearing that, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm, so my hunch was right then. What? On what it was. What, what, what is that? Salvador says, an Oblex is, they're creatures that were created by drow in the Underdark. They, they eat the thoughts and the memories of their victims. That, um, causes a really unpleasant uh, look to pass over Selvain's face. Yeah, Salvador kind of gets that same look like, oh, there's no more plausible yeah. deniability. <laughs> Fortunately for Sal, Katar seems to be preoccupied with his daughter, not you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, Sal's most hung up upon the fact that Katar didn't no. admit he lusts after him. I think that's kind of low on his list of priorities. <laughs> it was mostly the fact that all his friends think he's weak and, uh, Kind of useless. And you know, we're gonna die because of you, it's fine. <laughs> oh, god. Um, yeah. Uh, Niall's like piecing it together and she's like slowly looking back and forth with everybody. And I think she just like backs up against a wall and is just like, well, I guess that's out in the open then, isn't it? Yeah. Ariazi's like wipes her face, like, cause she's been like crying this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, looks up at everyone, she's like, and says in Elvish, like, I, it hurt a lot, but I, in some way, it's probably better to hear it now. Yes, yeah, Selwyn <laughs> looks up at you and just, the tears are still falling from her, her eyes. She doesn't know what you heard, but she knows that she's had some awful thoughts in the last couple of weeks. And Katar also wonders aloud, too, like, what? are they doing in the Feywild? Um, your best guess, Katark, is, like, Oblex is, 
they weren't they were created in the underdark but they weren't meant to stay in the underdark the drow created them because they wanted them to wreak havoc all across the plains yeah why not it it's a little weird but it doesn't strike you as wholly impossible that one managed to slip into the feywild Mm. unlikely but not impossible unlikely okay now like without looking at anybody just sort of says to the ground just so y'all know i've come back like like fucking four times now just like i i could have walked away i could have walked away and i just keep coming back so i don't really fucking appreciate this fucking attitude oh i wonder if i can deal with you and she starts she goes up to leave towards the exit of the cave salvador follows you immediately yeah yeah he he grabs you by the shoulder before you can leave uh you are a good distance away uh, so you are kind of out of earshot of the rest of them, but he grabs you by the shoulder to stop you from leaving. I spin around, but yeah. like angrily. Uh, he kneels. He's on. He sits down. Like he, like not kneeling. Like he he sits down Crouches. on both knees, uh, in front of you. Uh, and he says, "I, I know what you probably heard, Nyla, but if you, if you can, I, can I give you some context? I don't. I don't know if that's fine. Fine. He says." Just because I'm concerned that you can't be the best version of yourself you can be doesn't mean I don't want you to be. And it doesn't mean that I've given up all hope on you. You know that, right? You're my you're one of my best friends, Nyla. I love you so much. He hugs you very tightly. I hug him back uncharacteristically. <laughs> and I'm he, she's starting says, to cry, but she's just, like trying really hard not to show it. He says, and don't take my doubt for anything. My doubt means nothing. Okay? I just, I just, I, I didn't expect it to hurt as much as it did. He says, yeah, don't worry. It hurt for me too, if it's, if it's any comfort at all. Which, you know, in, in hindsight, it's probably not. It's probably not any kind of comfort at all, but. She like wipes a tear away from his face and she goes, I don't say this very often, but you're also, you're also one of my best friends. He and immediately I... starts to cry again. And he Aww. hugs you tightly. <laughs> I stand this friendship so hard now. <laughs> the Nyla Salvador friendship OTP. Yes. <laughs> Behind you, Katara's like, sorry to interrupt, but I need healing. So I was like, oh shit, sorry. He forgot he was a healer for a minute. <laughs> uh, he wipes, he's like, he is, he is also ugly crying. Uh, Half elves don't have the advantage of that ethereal elven beauty. Uh, when, he, when he cries, he's just, he's like ugly red face, you know sniffling um he's going to cast cure wounds at level four on you qatar because you you've got a lot of hit points so that's a total of Mm -hmm. uh you gain 28 hit points back uh he and because i do want to emphasize this he puts his hand directly on your chest just like the other sal did (laughs) oh i was hoping for that Okay, so like while he's being healed, it's a touch spell in my defense. Right, right. <laughs> while he's being healed, Qatar is watching Sal the whole time, very, very intently. Oh boy, Sal does. Boy, does Sal look awkward? Boy, is he like? Mm, I bet I have a feeling what happened with me. And you. I bet I have. I bet I know. I bet I have a real good and clear idea of what happened. But he is not looking at you. And he's not saying anything. <laughs> He's like, anyone Very... else? Does anyone else need healing? Desperately trying not to talk to Katar. Yeah, <laughs> Before yes, you can yes, go, please, he's like, me. no, clasp. 
<laughs> anyway, like before you can pull your hand like away from him with healing, he will gently clasp it in his own. This is a very bad idea, he informs you. Thank you for your healing. And your feelings. Yeah. And your feelings. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. He, he like, pulls away like he's afraid that you're going to bite him or something. He's like, no, he heals. Yep. Yep. Uh, he's like looking back and forth very awkwardly between you two. <laughs> he's also going to use his fourth level spell slot on his last fourth level spell slot on you. You gain 32 hit points back up to your maximum, of course. Excellent. And I feel like the only elephant left in the room, like Katar went over to, to Salvador to get healing and Salvador then went over mm-hmm. to Nyla. The only two left toward the back of the cave are Ariazes and Selwyn. What are you doing? Weird. That's so weird. It's, it's like, like it's like it. I orchestrated it from the start. I, don't I know. know. It's just it's so strange. But anyway, it's like I ship this so hard. I just want to get it over with. She's oh, Arazis is still like wiping her eyes and sniffling, and not looking at Selene at all. Selene's doing that like not looking, glancing kind mm-hmm. of thing where you're know, like. I'm not looking, I'm not looking, I'm not gonna look, I'm not gonna look, glance. I, I, I'm sorry. Ariazes doesn't say anything for, like, a really long time. And then finally lifts her head to look at Selwyn and says, I probably said some very, no, I definitely also said things that cut deep so i'm sorry too i i i don't want you to change for me i just want you to be able to understand who i am i want you to be happy that's that's all when you say that you want her to be happy though like ariazis you can see her like twitch a little bit. Like, she wasn't expecting you to say that. Because <laughs> uh, she doesn't so know what she said to you. She has an inkling, but <laughs> why poke that bear if, uh... <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're just evil, but I, I really want you to be happy, though. <laughs> I... I... I've thought some terrible things, but... I've... You hurt me so badly. I I haven't been rational and I I don't think you're evil. I I don't know why you fell for her. I don't know how she tricked you, but you are a good person and I so sorry. Ariazi's like hesitantly puts a hand on your shoulder and is like you want to know how she tricked me you know it's because i'm a dumbass so that's why (laughs) (laughs) oh there had to be something to break the tension and that was it (laughs) yeah so just like starts like going into hysterics (laughs) she like looks up at you and is like trying not to like grin but you know, she's like, let's just be honest. <laughs> you, you, you really are. I love you, but 
as long as everyone is aware, that's <laughs> that's just good. That's great. <laughs> um, she rests her hand over yours, just squeezes it tightly. God, just hug or something! I'm dying over here! <laughs> Do you think we are not playing that up? Ah! <laughs> I went through all the trouble of getting the emotional baggage out in the open. You can at least give me a hug in return! <laughs> okay, let's say, let's say, like, after you, uh, after Selwain puts her hand on top of Ariazi's hand. Ariazi's just slowly lets that hand trail down her arm until they're holding hands. <laughs> Selwyn just I mean, she's still a little hysterical but she's finally like calming down in that like hiccupy kind of way. <laughs> um, and uh, she takes just a really deep breath and uh, just rests her forehead against yours taking comfort from being kind of kind of kind of okay yeah um, hey why don't you just kill me that's like my favorite move ever god <laughs> and touch, uh dare you it's just her grip is a little tight but um she just she's happy to be at least open again Salvador's like this is extremely sweet can we please get out of this cave i hate this cave Ariazi's just like, yep, I was just thinking it. That same thing. <laughs> and yes, now that you are looking, uh, now that the illusion magic uh, of this Oblex has lifted, it's actually not that long of a cave. Like, you can literally see the far end. You can see the Misty Moor on the far side <laughs> of the cave. Motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, there's the exit. So uh, run for it. <laughs> Salvador is also going to uh, heal himself. Uh, he'll use a level three spell slot on himself as he's walking out like... This this whole this cave just wow that sucked that whole thing just really really sucked. Gains back twenty one hit points. He's not at full health, but he's all right. Um, so you all head out. You're all probably feeling a little emotionally exhausted. I'd imagine. Mm. Um, probably just really tired. It's getting really late, so you probably want to set up camp. Uh, but before any of you can do that, you hear. Motherfucker. I, for one, was moved, says Bashaba, who is standing off to the side and coming toward you. Fucker. I pull my daggers. <sighs> so says, fuck, fuck, fuck! Uh, he pulls out uh, his his uh, sickles as well. Yeah, um, Selwyn is just instantly uh, just begging, begging for the Raven Queen to appear. Uh, roll 1d20. She says, I was moved, I was I was touched, it was emotional, it was raw, it was very, very good storytelling. Uh, can we have a quick chat? What makes you think we want to talk not to you? Not talking to you, as ever, I am not talking to you. Please, come on out, ladies. I'm tired of playing this cat and mouse game. Amber, Val, okay, talk to me. I mean, what, I, what my character just said still applies. Why do you think I want to talk to you? Because... It could save your life and your world. That's why. The, the current one? Yeah, specify which world. Exactly. Oh, your world. Not the one that is fake and doesn't matter. Your world. What do you call it? Earth, right? Earth? Hmm. I mean, what do you think the end game is for me? You think when I break through the veil and come into your world, I'm just going to 
go on a bender to Hawaii or some shit? No, I'm going to conquer your planet. I know you can control these little stooges here, the, the, the short one and the gay one. I know that you can control them. Make them work with me. Give me what I want. Give me the shadow pillar. Help me find all the other pillars. And not only will I spare you when I come to conquer your planet, I'll even give you positions of power. That seems more than fair, doesn't it? Yeah, a servant leader is interested in that. Yeah, based well, on, you know, what Ariazis knows. I, d you know, deals, contracts, not really about that sort of thing. Okay, well, just hold on. What kind of position of power? <laughs> oh, I'm okay. so glad you asked, Amber. She swoops, uh, she swoops toward Nyla. That's all she can really do. Uh, she can't approach you, obviously, Amber, because she's still stuck behind the veil. But she goes to Amber. By the way, your characters can hear everything she is saying but they cannot hear what you guys are saying. <laughs> so Bashaba seems to be having a one-sided conversation as you all are, I imagine, kind of standing there in confusion, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Bashaba swoops toward uh, Nyla and she says, I'm so glad you asked. Positions of power, anything you want. Do you want to rule Australia? I can give you all of Australia. I don't know. You haven't seen There's Australia, so much poisonous so... shit. You don't yeah, want like, Australia. No, no. What's, the, what's the good continent? I'll give you that one. The good continent. <laughs> Um, that varies. This is a really tough question. To Not honest. North America right now. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with North America? I keep seeing complete. Full disclosure: I follow you all on social media now. I keep seeing you guys complain about some Trump thing. What's a Trump? Hey friends, Future Tessa here. This is the section where me and the rest of the failers made one long extended joke about what might technically be interpreted as a threat on the life of a sitting president. Um, even though I think we're probably covered under free speech with this, I'm just going to go ahead and fill it with Monty Python music instead on the off chance that, you know, some overzealous uh, secret service agent comes breaking our doors down. Please don't arrest us. We didn't do anything wrong. Also, war in 2020. Bye! Too many FBI agents <laughs> God, we're definitely going to end up on a watch list. Oh, God. Okay, anyway. She says, you keep the shadow pillar, Val, right? Your, your real name, Val. Right. Selwyn keeps the shadow pillar in a pocket dimension because it's her thing, the, the Raven Queen thing. Mm -hmm. Just have her take it out. And then I can have the night pillar. And then you can... Go off and get the other ones, and then I'll get those, too. We can work together. We don't have to be enemies in this. We have no proof that you're... Look, this is totally toothless. Like, uh, like how exactly are you going to be, like, coming through? All you're doing is talking to us right now. That's no evidence that you can and do anything like, damaging. Also, your deal is, oh, I'm not going to kill you. That kind of... I'll spare like... your friends and family or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, strong argument there. And she says, and... You know what? That's fair. Right now, I can't get to you. But here's the thing. With the world pillars, I can. With the world pillars, I can break the wall that exists between the world that your... What do you call them? Characters? The world that your characters know and the world that actually exists. I can come through and all I have to do is destroy all of Toril and all those other planes or whatever... And then I can come through and I can be where things matter and things are real and actions have measurable consequences. Work with me, ladies. Just work with me. You won't get that. We're not giving that to you. It's going to be a hard pass. 
Yeah, no. She sighs. By the way, your characters... What are your characters doing? Let's just put it that way. What are your characters doing? She's having this one-sided <laughs> argument with people that you do not under... Like, who is Val? Who is Amber? Does she keep, like, flitting between She does, characters? yes. She yeah, does. I think every time, like, Nyla comes... Or she comes close to Nyla, Nyla just, like, has her weapons out and is just, like, backing away slowly. She does not even seem to notice that Nyla is wielding any weapons. <laughs> yeah. No, Selwyn has managed to summon a shot archive. Uh... So I rolled a 12. Um, Shiraka appears uh, <laughs> behind the party and he says, oh God, again? Yep, again. Are you just, just going to do this every time? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get you. <laughs> no, I want it to be me. And he kind of, his eyes flit nervously towards Salvador and then immediately back to Bashaba. Uh, uh-huh. And Bashaba has not even noticed. She, she is listening to all this discourse and she, her frown just keeps getting deeper and deeper. And she says, fine then i will force your stupid characters to cooperate and when i come to your world your deaths will be especially gruesome there's a lot of magic that happens all at once behind her there across the misty moor little shadows start to pop up from the uh soft wet loamy soil first just a couple and then more and more and more and bashaba makes a wide arc around you and she says Thanks for not killing any of my cultists, by the way. Uh, not only was I able to give them all their magic back, you know, once I stopped sulking around and feeling sorry for myself, Ariazis, uh, but I was also able to free the ones that you snitched on, you know, the ones that uh, you had imprisoned in Scornabel. All of them? Well, fuck. Ariazis, like, yeah, flinches it like that. <laughs> Uh, and uh, more and more cultists are starting to appear. It's got a, it's getting pretty high. It turns from a couple, like maybe half a dozen to a couple dozen. Now there's over a hundred cultists all appearing behind her in the Feywild Misty Moor. And she says, I mean, sure, I had to burn down that entire city and kill every man, woman, and innocent child in it to do it. Uh, but you can rest easy, knowing that if you had killed my cultists, uh, instead of sparing their lives, everyone in that sleepy little town would still be alive. That's how morality works for you guys, right? <laughs> Salvador, you can see something in him lurches really painfully. Yo, we gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, oh, and by the way, thank you for sparing these lives, too. Two young emerald dragons appear behind Fuck! her. An enormous rot troll appears to her right. And you know what? Who else comes up? It's Vestavius fucking Gaunt. That Fuck! shitty little, fu- that shitty little mage from the very first episode who looks at you murderously. Who almost killed us? Yeah. I've been telling people to kill this. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta get out of here now. Wait, wait. Doesn't Val have a thing? Uh, Bishaba says, she sure does, Amber. Thank you for bringing that up. Take it out. You know this is the only way to do it. And yeah, let's like leave it there for tonight! <laughs> yeah, or else like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. God. Are you not entertained? Hey friends, it's your favorite DM, Tessa Crowley. Just so you all know, this is the last episode of Crit Fail Club Fracture that you're going to hear until November, because for the entire month of October, we're going to be doing a very special non-D&D spooky Halloween interlude. No spoilers, but let's just say there are fangs involved. You can check us out on the internet at CritFailClub.com, on Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr, search CritFailClub, and you can also listen to full episodes on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash channel. 
If you like Critfail Club, tell your friends who might also like it. We don't advertise at all, and we rely on word of mouth to get our content out there. See you on the other side of Halloween, failers. Do not. It's like, not my daughter, you bitch. <laughs> I don't even go here. I don't even know what that's from. It's from what Harry Potter, it? you heathen. I don't watch Harry Potter, you loser. It's a book, right. you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I read the first book and I'm like, this is shit. And then I never read anything again. Anyway.